Let me take a guess. You've been listening to Call Me By Your Game, having a pretty dang time, but you've run out of episodes, finding yourself waiting for the next drop each week, wondering where, oh where, can I get more and more Call Me By Your Game content? Well, I'm here to tell you folks that there is such a place. It actually exists. This is the host of Call Me By Your Game, Connor McCabe, here to tell you all about our Patreon network over at Super NPC radio so this is our patreon that we have created to not only support our shows but make new content and bigger content going forward in fact if you like call me by your game i want to tell you all about the co-op episodes that we do these are monthly episodes where i sit down and do a deep dive with a panel of people to talk about a particularly impactful game we've discussed games such as the legend of zelda breath of the wild super mega baseball 3 final fantasy 10 tony hawk 1 and 2 remake and we have so much more to come so if you're interested in hearing these episodes these are a part of our dj toad tier on our patreon which is ten dollars a month and again you get a monthly huge episode for me and some of my most favorite people talking about iconic games so if this is interesting to you check us out and if you want to get a taste of what it's like take a look at the previews that we drop in this feed otherwise we'll see you over at our patreon network at patreon.com slash super npc radio Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. Uh, and if you listen to the show, which I know you do, uh, we'll talk as much about what made playing the game special to our guest and what they loved about it, as well as what was interesting or special about the context of when they played it for the first time, maybe revisited it. Who knows The episode will dictate that. A little housekeeping up top is that we're on social media and we post all the time. We've uh, been getting a few more followers lately, which has been fun. So if you want, if you engage on social media and you want to check us out and see the cool art I make every week for the show, you can find us on Instagram at call me by your game pod. You can of course find us on Twitter at call me by your game. Uh, But that just has the one Y. So B Y O U R. Uh, And if you want to support the show, there's a few ways you can do that. Um, You can uh, rate and review us on the Apple Podcast Store. We've gotten a few reviews recently, and I should take some time to read those on the show. So if you do leave a review, I will read it on the show. And also that helps our visibility. So uh, please go ahead and do that, especially if you've been listening to the show for a while. Uh, You can share the show with a friend, especially if they love the game we're talking about today. And lastly, uh, we of course have a Patreon. You've probably already heard an ad for it before. So you're tired of hearing my voice and talking about our Patreon. But if you like the stuff that I do and you like the the discussions that I have about games, uh, you can check us out at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. I put up a couple shows there. uh, So you might like it. 
Who knows? Uh, that's it for the housekeeping. And finally, I will introduce our guest uh, from uh, across the world, basically, <laughs> which is how how it feels uh, <laughs> that she's out in Maryland. But please welcome to the show, uh, Speed Demon, Banana Thrower, and Shell Keeper, <laughs> Arisha Skidmore-Williams. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Connor. I'm so good. How are you? I'm hanging in. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being here on the show. You're on uh, Call Me By Your Game. I'm saying that like you're called into a radio I know, show. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Like, um, longtime listener, first time caller. So oh, yay, excited our first that you took caller. My call. <laughs> uh, I guess people could do that. If you like, I guess if you streamed your podcast, you could probably mm, have a way for yeah. people to call in, but that seems totally. like a lot of work to yeah, me. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, well, thank you for joining me, Arisha. We know each other like I know most of the guests on the show, which is uh, we met in the Los Angeles improv community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I knew of you before we knew each other because I had seen you perform with uh, with uh, with Rob and Molly, uh, mm, Devil and, Hawk. Yes, Devil Hawk and Sydney <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, just what a fantastic, like joyful, energetic mm-hmm. mess hall team from now. And this yeah. is gonna sound crazy. Two years ago. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that, that is crazy. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we just had the last year of our lives yeah. go up in smoke. So yeah. it's a Doesn't year ago, count. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that way better. Uh, so <laughs> that's how I that's how I, I think got to know you. I don't think we ever had a class together, but then we met Mm-mm. somehow. And yeah. then I, you're one of the many people that I was just like, hey, will you come play all the shows that I do? Yeah. And yeah. And there, there it was. But you, you're a, you're a comedian. You're a podcast host. Um, uh-huh. But what do you want the listener to know about you? What do you? Uh, you can even plug stuff now if you want. We can plug okay. that later. So oh, don't boy. don't feel like you got to hold <laughs> off. But yeah, who are you and what do you, what do you um, do? Oh gosh, what do I do? It's so hard to answer that question right now because it's like, well, yeah, what do I wake up, do? I scroll through my phone for twelve hours, and then I go back to bed, and it's awesome. a hell of a day. <laughs> um, uh, no, I so I like you said, I host a podcast with one of my uh, old roommates, who's nearest and dearest friend in LA, mm. um, and it's called Even the Rich, and it's through Wondery, and that's been truly my saving grace through quarantine, just having that outlet regularly every week to just talk about rich people that can get through quarantine in a lot more stylish ways than I can. Yeah. This is, I love the premise of your show. Uh, And when did you start this? Cause uh, was it like over the summer? Was it in the fall? I can't remember exactly. Um, So literally I think it was just about exactly a year ago that we started recording the first episode. Um, And fun thing for us is the first episode dropped the week that everything shut down in California. So everyone was like, well, there goes this podcast, but somehow it's been the podcast that could, and it's just been, people are listening and enjoying it. Thank God. That's Um, so cool. Yeah. So it's been, it's been fun. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) Totally. I can imagine. Um, but hearing you speak about how it's been a saving grace to, I think Mm -hmm. you sort of characterized it as like having this thing to do, um, every week. I can resonate with that very much about like this show. It's, it's crazy. I started it November of 2019. So, um, we've done most of our shows in quarantine. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like your show. So it's, 
it's just even if like everything else feels like it's terrible, whether, you know, like the world is on fire, mm-hmm. um, whether I'm feeling not good about myself or this like where I am in my life. The, yeah. Having these moments to sit down with people is really nice. So I can yes. relate to that. And, yeah. and thanks again for doing this. Of course. I miss uh, seeing you all the time. I know. Like, I, I miss you too. Uh, <laughs> I want to be sure I say that. Absolutely. <laughs> but truly, like, even it's, I, I feel I miss so many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was mm-hmm. t- I was talking to someone yesterday at, at my work, mm-hmm. and I don't know how we got on the subject, but... Uh, I was like, I I was watching a movie Sunday night. I don't know if you've yeah. seen One Night in Miami, which is on Amazon, oh, I but no. really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are two characters, a few times characters hug, but at one point, like two characters hug near the end of the movie. And I was like, I like got choked up over it. <laughs> I was like, I don't yeah. know the last time I hugged somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was, I just, somebody just shared an article today about how, like with everything that's been going on the last year, we make an effort to like be in contact and reach out to like our family and Mm -hmm. the closest people that we know. But what you lose out on are like the people that you see every day that like your coworkers or people that I would go and see at UCB six to seven days a week. And it's just such a tragic loss of like running by like, Oh my gosh. Hi. And even those like two minute conversations, Mm -hmm. you never realize just how like, important they are to your everyday life i with you 100 it's <laughs> it, i think you know this has been a th- what i'm about to say has been repeated by a lot of people but mm-hmm. y- we took a lot of things for granted uh mm-hmm. which it, on one hand let's say uh, this interruption didn't happen we were living our normal lives it's okay to right. be tired and like want to stay home and like yes, take breaks from things but i think yeah most of us right now are like oh man those you don't know even like those small interactions, what they can do for yeah. your day. Uh, yeah. And I think the hard, one of the hard parts was uh, um, we didn't have time to like prepare to like, oh, I guess we're not going to see anybody for a while. It was sort of like yeah. two days happened and everything was different. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't like, well, one last hurrah or, oh, I saw you that day. And then it was less and less. <laughs> it was just like nothing. That, yeah. <laughs> It's actually funny um, that the last show I did at UCB was mock. You did. It was, that was I was your cage part match of the team? cage match. Yeah, and the our Amazing. like opponents didn't show up, so yeah. we did the most like random. I mean, it's improv, but it was so yes. random and just it was kind of cool to be like we shut down UCB. That Hopefully is, not permanently, but I know. I hope. The, I hope not permanently. <laughs> but if it does go yeah. down, yeah. the fact that. Mock Improv, a weekly indie show, <laughs> yeah, was the last it. show because yeah. you know they, for all good reasons, did not show up. Uh, it's I know. just amazing. It's a also, pandemic. I, yeah, I forgot that you were on that second team. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what's crazy Man. is I wasn't even going to go, not even because of the pandemic. I was just sure. like, it's tired. Yes, um, cage match is so exhausting because it's so late <laughs> and it starts good, like too. thirty minute. And yeah, by the time you actually start doing improv, it's. <laughs> the next day um but Seriously. i was like yeah, i'll go whatever and i'm yeah. glad i did yeah oh my goodness uh <laughs> wow well you're you're in the history books now yeah uh, <laughs> that's amazing uh yeah i'm with you but uh, again thank you for doing this like truly yeah. every like as the listener might be able to tell because it's really fun every time i do one of these this like hour and a half hour and 15 that i spend <laughs> with a friend i'm like okay 
I can do it. Like I'm going to be okay. So yeah, yeah. So here, here we are making it work. Um, would you mind actually, before we get mm-hmm. into your history with games, would you mind introducing the game that's going to be discussed for the main event? Oh later? gosh. Yeah, of course. Do I need like a special introduction or Not do I just at all. say it? You can, you can so just say pressure. the title if you want. Okay. Um, Super Mario Kart. Amazing. Couldn't have said it better Whew. myself, folks. Um, wow. I, I'm very excited to talk about that game <laughs> later um, yeah. and hear about hear everything you have to share. But, yeah. of course, before we do that, mm-hmm. I would like to hear about your history with video games in general. So okay. I'd sort of like to start off with asking you, um, like, do you remember when you maybe took a first interest in a any sort of computer or video game? and Or were they just around and you always liked them? So I feel like well, that's kind of the two ways that people go. Yeah. So I, okay. And I, I feel bad even saying this, but I'm just going to be like, we all grow up and learn. Yes. I was growing up, I was adamant about gender roles and that like mm-hmm. video games and games like that are for boys, dolls and Barbies and stuff are for girls. And oh, yeah. it drove my parents nuts because they were very much not like that. And I Whoa, don't, so I don't really? even know. Yeah. I, I flew a hissy fit because my brother wanted a pink car and I was like, or a pink bike. And I was like, yes. he can't have a pink bike. He's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> and my parents were like, he can have whatever bike he it's wants. It's so interesting. I would not have guessed that anybody's <laughs> parents would have uh, they, been, I uh, guess, more. It's weird to be like, yeah. that child's not progressive. But like, have it that is. view. Because I was yeah. very similar to you in that way. Yeah, I was. Because it was very clearly there was like the boy, like the pink and green bike. Mm-hmm. Or girl, pink and green bike. And bo- what was supposed to be, quote, boy, which yeah. is like dark colors, blue, red, and yellow. And I was like, he needs that bike. That's got to be his. But he picked up yes. the pink one. I was like, you dummy. You're, you don't know what you are. <laughs> so that being said, to me, video games are always a boy thing. Like, sure. There go the boys in their video games. I have two younger brothers, no sisters. Oh, okay. So I um, tried for a long time to get them to do what I wanted to do, like mm-hmm. watch the TV shows I wanted. But, you know, they get to a certain age and they're going to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And that was video games. So kind of through mm-hmm. like being forced into it and that yes. I didn't want to be by myself. I started doing vi- playing video games. Um, we also grew up in a kind of kind of a strict household. We didn't have like we had TV days. We couldn't play games unless we had done our homework and it was sure. like the weekend. So we weren't like our peers who were constantly gaming. Yeah. Um, Jeal- I was always f- jealous of those kids because I, so I was jealous. more Ugh. along the lines of what you're describing as far as the household yeah. goes. Yeah. Um, so it was just, and I think that also kind of elevates the status of a video game where it's like, well, I don't get to have this all the time and my mm-hmm. peers are playing it and talking about it and you want to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question, very long winded answer as usual. <laughs> um, I think my first ever experience with like video games would be um was probably mario like original Mm -hmm. with like i don't even know nintendo with like the gray that's like a now it's like an iphone case looking yes i know yeah the the old controller yeah Yeah. same here yeah i think that was my first one and it was fun i mean it's a fun game yeah definitely um but i we did mostly computer games so we played um, there was a game called Age of Empires. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have. Um, and Command and Conquer. And wow. so those were two like, and it was funny because we would, my brothers loved cheat codes. And I don't even know how we found cheat codes back then because it's Seriously? not like we had the internet like we do now. But yeah. Um, I remember there was a cheat code where you could like 
I think it was, I think it was Age of Empires, which is like, you know, centuries and centuries, thousands and thousands of years ago, but you could do a cheat code where you got a car that could nuke things. <laughs> okay. And it was very out of place. Yeah. And there was like a Harikari cheat code where everyone would just die. It's just things like that. Yes. Um, so I played a lot of those games and those were fun because, you know, you're playing your, like your saved game, but then it can interact with your brother, my brother's. Oh, really? Which of course was always chaotic. Yes. Oh, my I didn't know they could to interact mess up. like that. Well, I think maybe I'm wrong. I thought I'm pretty sure they could interact with That's each cool. other. Um, unless they were just playing on mine and ruining my characters, which is what they love to do. Oh, boys, um, come on. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, the, the running joke in the family is we would play Sims. That was my first game that I loved and Ooh. I sought it out. Um, Sims 1 is my brothers would like kill my kill my character or kill my like character's partner the whole like put them in the pool and then take the the, like, the like, ladders out yes <laughs> classic that's yeah. such a little brother thing yeah to do so, I'm sorry <laughs> it really no it really is um so those were those were some of the games that I played um a lot that's of computer cool. math blaster I love yes I love that there, I threw I threw to peek behind yes. the curtain for the listener. I threw that out as as an example earlier before we started recording, and turns out you played it. So yes. pretty cool. There was another game called um, Treasure Mountain. Have you I, heard? Of I've that heard one? of that. I don't know it, but I've definitely heard that name. Yeah, I, I just remember there was like a like a character that was kind of like a mountain climber, and he okay. had a backpack, and you know he would meet characters that would give him I don't know things to solve. Hmm. Um, that, and I was, I just remembered, I think it's called like ski or something. And there's like, you're skiing down a mountain and yeah. a Yeti will come out and grab you. If you're not, have you ever played that game? I is loved it, it. Is it like uh you're behind the skier or it's like 2d where the, you see the skier go across your screen? I think you, you see it go like, so you have to like direct it. So it's like going down. Yeah. It's not three dimensional. I don't think. Okay. I think it's a computer game and like they're going down and every once in a while, some like Yeti character will run out and grab you if you're not like careful. <laughs> I, ooh, I loved that game. That's amazing. Um, it, it sounds stressful. very familiar and I am thinking of one. I don't know if it's the same game, but uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Ugh. I love all these games. I don't play games anymore. Yeah. It's sad. It I'm thinking about all the games I used to play. Yeah. Well, you probably have, uh, you know, time in your life for, uh, for living. So, uh, <laughs> unlike myself and many of us who, uh, are just burdened by this, uh, sickness that is our obsession with video games. So that's cool. Um, you, you also mentioned to me, uh, cause one of the games you had floated doing was super Mario 64, um, mm -hmm. so you, you, you had an N64 in the house too. Yeah. So, um, so, okay. So like I said, we kind of didn't have a lot of game systems like mm -hmm. our neighbors and peers did. Um, and, uh, my uncle Ed, who was my youngest brothers, I have two brothers, my youngest brother's godfather. He spoiled all of us, but primarily my youngest brother a lot. Okay. And one year he bought him an N64. All right. And that was, I just, I still remember like the orange backpack it came in. Like he like put it in a backpack. Yeah. Um, and we loved that game. I mean, it was just, so I love good. all the Mario games. They're very fun. They it's are. It's just a fun world to be in especially right now um, yeah. oh my gosh love going to the mushroom kingdom and forgetting about <laughs> yeah, what's going yeah, on here yeah um so it's been 
uh i yeah we played uh mario or n64 which so my thing is that it's so hard for me to like i have to like look them up to remember which is which because there's so many mario universes or whatever yeah um but yeah i loved it (laughs) that's awesome uh very very cool uh i could talk about that that game and that series forever because i I feel the same way it's so much fun it's a great escape and it's they're like they can be for the most part pretty accessible to just about anyone yeah um because they usually do such a great job of uh of course it's it's a it's approachable in the sense that like it's cute it's colory uh mario's silly mario's fun um but it's accessible because the controls are easy to sort of learn sometimes. Mm-hmm. The 3D ones, it depends. Um, yeah. But then the ceiling is so high. So even though like your skill set is like limited, you can take those things to like new heights, which is yeah. that's really fun for yeah. other people too. So yeah. um, very cool. Uh, was that yeah. sort of like – you said you don't play games anymore. Was there any time that you ever revisited stuff up until this point in your life? Or was it like, that's pretty much wraps it up. Well, I, so my brothers actually got me for a birthday, uh, years ago, they got me a retro Nintendo. Oh, and so I, I like dabbled back into Mario Yeah, and it's, I've, I've like kind of found that for me, I'm in the, I do the pattern of like, I'll like remember a game that I loved and I'll get back into it mm-hmm. for like a couple of weeks and I'll play it to the point where I'm like playing to like five in the morning and oh, it's like wow. I have to get up for work in three hours. Um, <laughs> and so I do that like intensely for a couple yes. of weeks and then it's like, okay, I've gotten my fix and mm-hmm. then it goes away and I kind of forget about it. Um, and then I'll, so that was like Sims is a big one for me as I, yeah. and I'm weird about Sims. I know they have, my brothers are always trying to get me to, they have like all the upgrades and mm-hmm. um, what are they called? Those packs. like add on packs. Yeah. yeah. And it's too much. And I'm like, I like, I would, if I could still play Sims one, I would, yes. but it's not compatible with computers now. So yeah, but I love uh, it. Oh, that's, that's so great. We had a really earlier this summer. Uh, I did well, last summer, of course uh, it's the winter. Um, <laughs> uh, Liz Adams came on to talk about, normally we just talk about one game. Uh-huh. Um, but for the first time we talked about the Sim, a franchise, which was the Sims and oh, such a good franchise, r- great franchise, really fun to discuss. And it was here to, it was fun to hear the evolution of it from like the more, uh, not that it was like calling the first one simple almost feels reductive, but, uh, <laughs> it has evolved into a completely sure. different animal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do want to ask you about that, uh, retro <laughs> Nintendo a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. so it it's like the mini NES, right? They- um, so it was it was like the actual old like it was the game original game system oh, that had wow. like the gray. I mean, this was maybe like six years ago. It was before I moved to LA, so yeah. at least six years ago. Um, and clearly, I loved it because I left it in it back here in Maryland when I moved. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I did. Don't get me wrong, I did love it, but it it just I you know you I like got it out of my system and then I. My mom totally. gave it away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, I just, it was so, I mean, I don't know, just like, cause especially now, like they, you know, they, they've upgraded all of these games many mm-hmm. times over since we first ever started playing them. Yeah. So it's every once in a while, it's just fun to get that throwback and really like 
remember what it was like to play these games. And yep. I'm the kind of person I move with my controller, which everyone makes fun of me for when yeah. I'm like trying to jump or. Um, I love that. So just, You're into it. <laughs> very into it. Um, I'm also the person that gets stuck in a corner and cannot get out of it. Yeah. And it's so frustrating. And I just jump, jump, jump. Um, yep. But yeah, I just, it, it was, so, it was a great gift and it was just fun to like play it all over again. Yeah. That's really, that is a really great gift. Those, little consoles that they released are really are Nintendo only released so many of them. Mm, so mm -hmm. there is like people had a hard time finding them. They yeah. sold out immediately. Of course. Um, this is something that happens now with like the new consoles that are released is that bots buy up a huge stock and then yeah, I've heard about people that. like scalp sell them, yeah. which stinks. Cause uh, yeah. it just, yeah, it just, not as many people have the option to get them. So uh, it's just really cool that they were able to snag one for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love that. Um, well, if you didn't have anything else about your history with games besides talking about, you know, Super Mario Kart, <laughs> uh, we could uh, move on to the break, but I did want to leave that open just in case. Well, I have one fun little fact, and Ooh, it's actually please. not related to, it's only, it's related to The Sims just because you said, you talking about the, the whole pack made me think of it. Yeah. So I used to work at um, a talent agency, a voiceover talent agency. Oh, cool. was like my full-on LA type job when you're in LA. Yep. And um, we had a talent and her name is um, Frida Wolf. Okay. And people that are really into The Sims know that there's a character named Frida Wolf. Oh. And she actually, it was named after her. Like the guys that developed the game were friends with her. Cause I like oh. mentioned something to her and she's like, yeah, like that's me. Cause I was like, Frida, that there was a character in the Sims named Frida. At least I don't know if yeah. they still have the character Frida, but at least in the beginning. Um, Cause I think what amazing. they ended up doing is they like each pack had like the future. So they had like Mortimer was like a, a young adult in like mm -hmm. Sims one and then Sims two, he was like a father and then he's a grandfather okay. or something. But anyway, so she, it was so cool. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I've played characters that interact with you. I've never played as her, but yeah, um, it was just so cool to, and she's such a cool person. So, oh, um, but yeah, that I is so that. fun. And yeah. thank you for reminding me of the, uh, of the LA segment of the podcast. <laughs> uh, Every so often, which I haven't oh, been doing yeah. it as much, I will pitch a, a fake segment that we don't actually do on the show, but uh, that we do in that moment. So that that feels like an L.A. Oh, so uh, L.A. Very L.A. Segment. Yeah. Oh, that is yeah. great. Uh, yeah. Oh, so much fun. It's so weird when you uh, when something like that happens, you're like, I don't know if you were feeling like. I don't know if I should say this because I might sound weird if the person's like, what are you talking about? The Sims? Because I feel like I've been in situations like that, but it's so relieving when they're like, yeah, that was me or yeah, it's cool. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh. No, it's, it's nice to be validated. Totally. Pegged as a psycho. <laughs> yes. Uh, hard agree. Um, well, that first off, I do want to say that was very fun. That was a very fun fact. Um, and uh, that'll go ahead and take us to the break. So when we come back, we'll talk about uh, all things Super Mario Kart. We'll tell the listeners about it. Uh, we'll hear about your history with it. And that's what we're going to do. So I'll see you on the other time. What does other awesome. time mean? I'll see you on the other end. Hi. 
Hello, my name is Jeremy Schmidt and I host a podcast called Video Games, a comedy show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation, the birthday roast of Mario, favorite Desert Island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games, a comedy show anywhere podcasts can be found. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. Here, of course, discussing, uh, we're about to discuss, really, <laughs> I should correct myself, uh, <laughs> Super Mario Kart with Arisha Skidmore-Williams. Hello, Arisha. Welcome back. Hi, Connor. We're here. Uh, and to, uh, as we always do, starting off the second half of the show, I am going to dive into a little history and context for mm-hmm. uh, for everybody. So again, um, if you want to jump in at any point, Feel okay. free if you're like, okay. I'm just going to let this crazy guy run. You can <laughs> let this crazy guy run. Uh, but okay. I'll kick us off with this. Right. Uh, Super Mario Kart is a mascot kart racing game and the first in the ever popular Mario Kart series from Nintendo. It was developed and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in 1992 and is the fourth best selling Super Nintendo game of all time, totaling 8.7 million copies worldwide. Uh, years later, it was re-released on the Wii and then the Wii U virtual consoles, uh, and was included in the 2017 Super Nintendo Classic Edition, which I can kind of see it. Did you see that right there? That little (gasps) tiny Super Nintendo? Yeah. It's one of my little, it's one of my little prize possessions. Uh, also hard to find, um, got that because a dear friend of the show, Michael McCuller, a friend of mine had a spare that he got at a bachelor party and was like, do you wow. want this? And I, I, so I had cool. not been able to find one for a year. So oh, wow. um, it was included in that little bad boy. And then it's also now uh, on the Nintendo Switch Online collection of Super Nintendo games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in the game, the player controls one of eight Mario cast members as a kart racer and attempts to win races mm-hmm. and cups. Uh, the game includes Mario, Luigi, Princess Toadstool, not yet Princess Peach. She was just <laughs> still Princess Toadstool. Uh, Bowser, Toad, Koopa Troopa, and Donkey Kong Ooh. Jr., which is a, a pretty interesting inclusion. This, uh, this, I will do some fun facts for you at the end of the show. Yeah. This is just a bonus, so Ooh. you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> this game was released, I think I think I want to say it was like the 10 year anniversary of this Donkey Kong Jr. game they made yeah. or mm-hmm. five year and Donkey Kong hadn't had an original game in a long time. And the Donkey Kong we know today from like Donkey Kong Country, I'm not sure if you ever played that game, mm-hmm. um, was not was not made yet. So they included Donkey Kong Jr. and which remains to me one of the more interesting yeah little little inclusions he's he's even wearing a tank top uh (laughs) totally different guy um yeah each of these characters have different abilities uh and attributes and can use different items and techniques to get a leg up in a race on the mini courses uh it this game includes a time trial mode a multiplayer mode for two players a match race mode for one-on-one matchups battle mode and Mm. classic multi-race cups uh, the last little bit about for this history and context that I have to share is that it received 
positive reviews and was a roaring success, kicking off the phenomenon and seemingly evergreen franchise that is Mario Kart uh, mm-hmm. and is often credited with creating the subgenre of kart racing games and is seen mm. as a key to expanding Mario's games beyond just the platforming games that we know, the classics. Yeah. Um, since then, uh, the most recent release has been was Mario Kart 8 uh, for the Wii U in 2014, but they brought it to the Switch, now known as Mario Kart 8 uh, Deluxe. Uh, and fans are eagerly awaiting a future title, but this one still has done so well that, like, Nintendo's not in any rush to make a new one because this is, continues to sell year after year. Uh, yeah. A question for you is that, yeah. have you gotten to play the new one on like a friend's Switch or or anything like that? Um. So I, I've i played it on my nephew's Switch. Cool. Um. And my when I asked my nephew if I should get one, my nephew's turning six in March. Aww. He was like, yeah, they're only like $5. So <laughs> I was like, well, I should buy five then. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> so I played um, and you said something earlier before yeah. the break about um, controllers. And yeah. I just I feel so this is going to sound so insane, but I feel so blessed to be the generation that I'm I am because I feel like I'm it's like intuitive, like part of it. Yeah. Like, I mean, the switch is a li- it's like a little bit different. I mean, because it's like that thing you hold in your two hands. Yes. Um, But I, you know, I knew how to jump and I knew how to run or like just mm-hmm. turn the car or whatever and so it's just i'm grateful that i i know that stuff despite being way older than my nephew which he yeah. likes to call out a lot um <laughs> so but i have played it it's definitely i don't know i i like it when it's you know i get the full <coughs> controllers like the n64 yes. controllers that we would use for it but oh, it's so good play. yeah 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 also it- i forgot about um I can't remember the pronunciation, but the beach. I loved the beach. The Kuka. Yes. Kuka uh, is it Bur- cheap, cheap, cheap beach? Or. I thought it was like the, like Kakabra or like, I thought it started oh, with a K. From Super about? Mario Kart? It's from Super Mario. Yeah. You know what? I'm going back. I'll look it up as we discuss this. Okay. Let's find, I'm going to find the levels. I loved that one because I felt like I was going on vacation and you would like, you'd have to like race through the sand. Yeah. And if you knew about the like secret passageway, you'd cut through a lot of the yes. whatever. But part of me was like, I don't want to cut through this because it's just so pretty. But yeah. you have to win. So you sacrifice scenery for succeeding. Doesn't it? <laughs> that sounds like uh, like growing up to me. <laughs> to, to me. <laughs> Um, so I'm looking yeah. at the, uh, let's, let's scroll down here, Connor. Come on, find the courses. Okay. It's gotta so be there, right? It's gotta be. Oh, maybe it's Choco Island. Maybe that could that, be it. Maybe that's that could it. be it. But that I know what you're it. referring to. It's the beach course. Yeah. 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 Uh, very cool. Oh, that's so great. I love that it remind like makes you feel <laughs> like you're on vacation. That's like, that's a, it's really yeah. nice. It's like, oh, games can take us places like yeah. that. Um, well, let's sort of use this as an opportunity to transition into like, into your history with the game. So, um, did you, first question I have is, did you have a Super Nintendo at home or was this something that you played elsewhere? We did have one at home. Um, so that was our first, either our first or so, okay, that's right. So we would play. We'd play old school Nintendo at Uncle Ed's. He had that system. So that was always like we would play that when we went to his house. Shout out when to Uncle Ed. He, yeah, shout out to Uncle Ed. God, <laughs> oh, he's 
so amazing. Um, and then uh, we got the N64 console. That was like the first game console we had in the house. Nice. Um, and so we played Mario Kart on that. Yeah. And that was, so that was cool. I mean, it was, you know, you got to play games at your own house, which was unheard of in my house. What a novelty. So very exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And of course, we're playing it on like these old TVs. So not like, you know, 4K. Oh, yeah. Um, I love just, the tube TVs, the CRTs. Yeah. I've, I've, uh, this is how bad things have gotten for me or good, depending on how you look at it. <laughs> I have like an old tube TV like right here to play old consoles on for that exact reason. That's amazing, Connor. Thank you. I love it. I've been waiting for someone <laughs> to say that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the whole experience. It's a big part of it. It is fun. It, it makes this uh, like you will recognize it if you hear it. But if I turn it on, it's got this yeah. almost like this ringing noise that doesn't stop. But your ears just tune it out at a certain point. <laughs> So it really takes you back to those, to these yep. bad boys. Uh, but yeah. sorry to interrupt you. No, N64 no, was like the first console you were playing at home. Yeah. And? Yeah. And um, so it was fun. I mean, I always, I was either always Mario or Toad were the two mm -hmm. characters I always played. Nice. Um, I'd been told by, I think, one of my brothers that because they were light characters, so they could like sure. fly, but then also they can easily knock over yeah i don't know how true that is i don't know how much they paid attention to that the, yeah Made absolutely sense. even since the first this first game that was like a way that they were differentiating these characters which is really cool i think it yeah. would have been very easy to have all these different characters but not mess with their attributes make them the yeah. same and it yeah. still would have been fun but i like that too i think that's really cool yeah um my all-time favorite Booster, if that's what we call them, was call the star. Call it a booster. The oh, booster yeah. Because I just, and I feel like it's a weird metaphor for my life where I, I like, this wouldn't be something for my therapist to completely unpack, but I like to feel like protected. And like when you have that star, you can go anywhere. You don't yes. have to worry about anybody coming for you. They yep. can throw as many shells as they want and you're good to go. So I love, yeah. and I would love to like bump people as I was the star oh, yeah. and just, um, and nothing was better than like, coming up on the third lap mm -hmm. and kind of like pacing somebody that was just in front of you yes. with a shell in your arsenal <sighs> and just when they were about they were not when they were about to cross over because you don't want to push them over yes you would get them like just when they were far enough away that you could knock them down and then zoom past into first and it was just such a beautiful y you are you are like not that anyone's ever come on the show to like pretend to remember things about games but you are actually like uh uh you are saying out loud the things that go through everybody's brains when they play these games it's like oh yeah i have to be strategic if i want to hit this person and not yes because if you yes. hit someone from behind with a shell they will sort of keep their momentum and topple forward yes yes uh, yes oh, i love hearing someone talk about this is great i've learned so it the hard way i've knocked somebody yeah. into first over the line and yes. I was furious and I've we, never made that mistake again. We've all, we've all been there. <laughs> Gosh. And the star, I, I love the star too. I also love one thing that I've always appreciated about it is that, yeah, not only are you invincible for a mm -hmm. short time and you yeah. can just knock everyone around, but the like grass and the sand that doesn't have anything on you anymore. Oh, yeah. You're just That's like zooming sand. through it like it's concrete. Yes. Yes. And there were always, I remember there being, um, there was one race and it, I didn't love it because it kind of gave me 
I'm guessing it was anxiety. I don't know what you call it when you're like 12 years old, yeah. but it was like, it was this rainbow. I think it was rainbow something. And there was like a mm-hmm. track, but it was like all, it was like a black abyss. Rainbow so like road. Had, was it rainbow road? And yeah. it was just like, all I could think about, this is what space is like. One wrong move and you're <laughs> floating in space and that's it. Yes. Yeah. And that's always like, and like there was like a trick where if you like, zoomed high enough mm-hmm. and at a certain speed you could like skip half the track like half I know the like, this, course i know this trick it's very <sighs> hard i could not yeah. really do it and then you just like float out and that would be it and, be, and you'd be back at start but it's just for that brief moment it's like <gasps> i'm dead like it's yes it hit me it hit me hit me hard i rarely tried that my brothers were always floating in space but i was too scared yeah oh my gosh i i also <laughs> was never I don't know how you were. I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to believe in myself and try to finish the race normally <laughs> because I know I cannot make this, make a jump or whatever, yeah. or like slide across a certain area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Rainbow. What if Rainbow World was just a big old <laughs> rainbow track, but there are no little guys to save you. The little nope. Lakitus with oh, his that's right. like, fish hook they, or whatever he yes, uses. Yes. Yes. And then there was a track that was like, an actual felt like a monster truck track where, yeah. where there were like bumps, sand bumps. And yes. that was a strategic one where if you like, you just had to hit it where like, if you were at the top and there was somebody ahead of you and you hit the, through the shell when you were like, just getting to the top of the mm-hmm. bump, you could, you had better chance of hitting them than if you were at the bottom. Oh. What a strategy in that game. I realized, yeah. you know, yeah. I important question for you because I know that track. I think that's like the Wario stadium yes. or something like that. Yes, yes, yes. Are, did you, did, intend to talk about super mario or mario's oh god am i talking about the wrong thing right now you're i you're not talking about any wrong thing i just want (laughs) to clarify i think we're talking about mario kart 64 and i know i'm very prepared to do that too. exactly wait amazing wait what are we talking about i was talking about the right mario kart we are now i was i was talking about So don't, sorry. I dude, don't know my Mario's. There is no apology <laughs> necessary at truly at You're all. You're like throwing up all your papers. You're like, great. All this research out the window. <laughs> all the, the 15 <laughs> minutes it took me to do this uh, that I really enjoyed and had fun learning things. Uh, uh, no, don't worry about it at all. We're, so we're, we're discussing uh, Mario Kart 64, uh, okay. which is such a, gr- I mean, like, that's the one, the first one that I really got into as okay. well. So that's okay. so much fun. In that game, it actually includes Donkey Kong from uh, okay. like the Donkey Kong we know, and not uh, ju- not um, what's what's it called Donkey Kong Junior. And the tank top guy. Yeah, not Mr. Tank Top. And then <laughs> there is no uh, Koopa Troopa as a as a driver, but Wario is in this game. Okay. Okay. Yes. So, okay. So, all right. Here, this is my, this is forever going to be my problem. Cause I just, I'll, I'll say, let's play Mario. And my brothers will be like, which one are you talking about? It's like, yes, this one. I don't know. <laughs> just let's play it. Um, so it's just, I never got great about discerning which one was which. Which, which is you've the been one, upfront about on this episode, even yes, before this. Yes. I just don't want, you know, all your followers to be like this. This girl, this broad does not know what she's talking about. If we have a I'm, single follower <laughs> who expresses any sort of disdain towards you for that, uh, be gone. Because oh. I also like to think that we have a pretty, uh, uh, you know, which you can always be wrong, a friendly, sure. loving group of people who listen yeah. who are like the dedicated fans to this show. So yeah. I don't 
they're they're not going to care. And if they do, uh, poo on you. Because uh, we're here to have fun and talk about the games yeah. we love, so it doesn't matter. The amount of times I have listened back to episodes that I have actually prepared for and have said things that are completely untrue or like researched and totally gotten wrong. Um, I think you're going to be okay. okay. That, that actually does make me feel better. Cause I'm like, it I, should. I've played so many, I don't even think I played that many games compared to so many other people, but sure. They're all blurring. So, okay. So the one, the Mario Kart we're talking about. Yes. Is there a Bowser in it? Yes. Okay. There is is he in both Mario Kart versions? He is. So okay. in the one, I know how we can cl- uh, clarify this real quick. It they sort of look like sort of like three D looking sprites, and it was on the N sixty four, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Great, Mario Kart sixty four. We did it. Okay. Wow. <sighs> Solved but that it, problem. And it's funny because when you were talking about Rainbow Road, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> because I've done that, tried to do that a million times. Mm-hmm. Um. And did you know there's also like a little shortcut at the Wario Stadium you're talking about? Yes. And yes. I would, I would literally be lapped. Well, I was like, I'm, yes. I'm trying so hard to get this. I'm doing and great. <laughs> didn't work, but I, yes. Ugh. Um, I had roommates in college, uh, who would one roommate specifically. Shout out to Brad Zimmer if you're listening. Hi, Brad. Uh, hey, Bradley. Um, <laughs> he was really good at the at the shortcuts. So okay, it but there would yeah. be the occasional time where. He just couldn't do it. And then there'd yeah. be the time where he gets it every time. So it was kind of like mm-hmm. hit or it felt like a gamble to me. And yeah. I was always okay to take like the clean, <laughs> easy road out where I'm like, I might lose, but I'm just not going to try this. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, so you, then, yeah, go for sorry, it. Sorry. Quick question. So, yes. okay. And this is just, I have such a bad memory. It's okay. But is Mario, this Mario Kart, is this also the one where there were these like, you said something about like battle. Like battle, battle mode, yes. And I think I hated that. There, this was in both games. They brought it to the okay. sixty-four too. It's where you're, you've got little balloons that come behind you yes! and you shoot stuff yes! at each other. Yes, yes, yes. Ugh. Battle mode. Not a fan of that. I'm not. I don't do well. Like racing is one thing, but I don't do well when I'm like going against somebody. Yeah, it's basically um, a shooter at that point. Yeah, yeah. my bro- uh, yeah, my brothers like to play. Um, there was like a. Not a Pierce Brosnan, a James Bond game that 007, they love to play. 007, Goldeneye. Yeah, and they this would is, always, and I was like, I can't do this. It's too stressful. I have to take this moment to shout out mutual friends of ours, uh, Quinn Boys and Leonard <gasps> Smith Jr. Um, uh, Lotions 11ers. Lotion I love Lo- them so shout much. Shout out to Lotions 11. Uh, yeah. So I went on their show uh, like maybe a month ago, and we oh, talked really? about- Oh, really? They haven't asked me. So well, lucky you. If you're listening now, boys, <laughs> you've missed your publicly. chance. Uh, <laughs> for real. Well, they we discussed two video game movies. We talked about okay. Mortal Kombat and then 007 Goldeneye. Mm, um, that's what, yeah, Goldeneye. Yes, and that's Quinn's favorite <laughs> game. And he just got an N64 to play this game like <laughs> recently. So That you, checks out, yeah. So you don't have to give them <laughs> shit about this, but if you want to, I- think that would be funny yeah i uh, think i have to but yeah so they were playing goldeneye on yeah. the n64 as well yeah yeah, yeah. so th- but just like 
not to like take away from Mario, but like yeah. just those kinds of games. So that, so like the balloon part of Mario, I always just like, this feels very aggressive and like we're coming yes. at each other. And also my brothers were very aggressive. And so I was always losing, which is another reason I didn't love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, that can be discouraging. So <laughs> it is, like, it really is. Especially when they're probably spending more time on it and getting really into it yes. uh, and not having any sort of like, I don't know what, this what it was like playing games with them growing up i know playing games with my little sister i was probably relentless and hostile and just like i'm not gonna like let her win or be nice whereas when we play games now i like will (laughs) willingly like coach her through the thing and she's like yeah thank you thank you like i should use this item now great uh and i want her to beat me but back then that was not the case (laughs) no you gotta best them as any way you can i get it siblings uh yeah especially being your younger brothers it was like i'm sure they felt so proud anytime they could beat you at anything because you're their cool older sister i mean yeah and it never really happened so they took their wins when they got them (laughs) hear that brothers um that's so much fun so the battle mode wasn't your thing but um i important question for you uh Mm -hmm. where did, did you have your N64 hooked up in like a specific room? Did it move around? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. So um, we were for the longest time a one TV household. And I remember feeling like, well, we we must be absolute poppers because everyone I know <laughs> has got at least two televisions. <laughs> um, and so for a while, it was in the main living room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were living in Maryland. Well, we live in my parents live in Maryland. My family's in Maryland. And. Um, so at one point, the first house we had in Maryland, the TV was downstairs. And so it was just, we had, we can only play video games and play on the TV and watch TV on Fridays and Saturdays or days where we didn't have school the next day. So that was another thing. And we also didn't have cable. God, it's remarkable that I'm so well adjusted socially because really, it was really hard growing up. It's true. The (laughs) pop culture guru that you are. How did you come so far? <laughs> I know. Oh, if only I could talk to my 12 year old self. Um, but so, so we would play, so it was kind of like in the living room. Um, it was in the living room and that was, and so with that, I think it was also kind of a way for my parents to just have an ear on what was okay. going on. Cause all my parents were not into shooting games at all. And of course sure. it's all my brothers wanted to play. Um, but every but we eventually got a TV downstairs at our second house in Maryland, and so oh. that w- that became like the quote game room, which also my room was downstairs, so I like had like my own. I mean, it was a sweet deal for like being when I was in high school and stuff, but oh, this yeah. was before then, and we played games down there. The computer was down there, the family computer, of course. But at that point, I was getting into AIM, and you know, oh yeah, talking to boys, oh, because that was so fruitful. <laughs> Really, oh, I, I look I look back at myself in a very similar way, which is like, because I also were the AIM generation, of mm-hmm. course. Um, oh, this is an important question. Do you oh, yeah. remember slash want to share your early AM screen name? Oh, God. I So I had two. Oh, um, yes. And the worst part is that the first one was from a nickname that this guy that I had a crush on, like, gave me. And it was just like, I was so obsessed with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> God. Anyway, um, and then I had been, <laughs> so my first one was Arishi Bishies Eight because people would call me Arishi Bishies, and which I realize now as an adult, I was like, were they just trying to call me a bitch? Yeah. I don't know, can I say that word on this? I'm not. I'm you sorry if say, I can't. You, you okay. can say that word. You can say whatever you'd like. <laughs> okay. Um, and then my second one was HP Rocks My Socks. 
Mm-hmm. And that was about Harry Potter because I Harry Potter all the way. But people thought it was Hewlett Packard. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a, in high school. Why would I ever say a printing company rocks my socks? Like like your friends or people you'd meet online? Um, It was, well, so the first person that ever said this to me was my youth leader. Um, and he was like, Hewlett Packard rocks your socks. And I was like, okay. It's the most youth terribly. leader thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Having, being uh, a kid raised in youth group. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, and, and so it would be like people online, they would be like, yeah. and I mean, it wasn't all the time, but it wasn't as in my head. It's like, of course, HP is Harry Potter. What else could it possibly mm-hmm. be? And it opened my eyes to the amount of, you know, abbreviations that exist in this world, which is a lot. Yeah. Uh, also, if I mean, if you still can maybe get in on that Hewlett Packard screen name now, because yeah. yeah. it might still be there. Yeah. Unless yeah. someone, you know what? I maybe I'm talking down on Hewlett Packard. There's probably, that's probably <laughs> is something somebody has. Well, I have a brother printer now, so. Oof. Is really. that a type of printer? Yeah. We actually just got one from my mom for Christmas because we're living wild out here in Maryland. Yeah. you. Um, I, I've never heard of printer. this, but the way you said it felt like there's something behind it. What's a brother printer? What's the thing? <laughs> what, what What's your feeling on it? Because it feels like you've got a feeling. Um, truly no feeling. I think we used to have a fax machine that was a brother fax machine. And I just remember, you know, like you have those images from childhood of like that you saw. And I just remember seeing that. And then the like, or whatever noise when a fax is coming in, which is something that that nobody probably knows anymore. But, um, yeah, so we just got that. But what was your, I want to know what your screen name was. Do you remember? Yes, I do. So the, I remember getting a screen name in, I think it was... It was either fifth or sixth grade. I know that for Ooh, sure. Lucky. Very cool. It, but I got one. I mean, my parents already had AOL email addresses, so they would log okay. on to AOL. Um, yeah. And I was really fascinated by the internet. I would use their accounts, but then they, I think they relented and were like, you can, yeah, you can create your own email. So I was, uh, it's, it. I'll spell it and then I'll say it. It okay. was, Spelled S N O W B R D fifty five at AOL.com. What okay. would you think that is? Snowboarder fifty five. See, if I were cool, that's what it would have been. But it oh, was God. Snowbird. <laughs> I I Arisha, I don't know what the oh, thought Connor. was there. I mean, I I kind of remember thinking through it, being like, I like the snow, because we would go to the snow and I I skied and snowboarded growing up. I like the snow. Bird birds are cool. Uh, didn't ha- actually really like birds that much. I just was like, okay, bird. And then my favorite number that I wore in sports was five. And my favorite player's number was five. So I put those together. Uh, like it, it, it's so weird. And I, so that's strange. And then I look back to, and I remember, I don't know why my brain has this information in, in my that stored, mm-hmm. but I remember telling my friends on the playground at like recess that, Oh, I've got a screen. I have a screen name. I have an AOL account now. And I think they must've asked me why, or I just unprompted was like, yeah, you know, my parents didn't want me to like, uh, they want me to do like spend my time wisely after school, which like, <laughs> you wow. know, chatting with strangers on the internet. How much wiser can you get? <laughs> I know it, it couldn't have been more. The truth couldn't have been more far from what I was saying. So uh, but gosh, that's so fun to hear. Your, can you repeat them again for me one last time? Not that you want to relive them, but um, my first one was Arishi Bishi's Eight. Amazing. And then the one that I 
made it into college with was HP Rocks My Socks 04. Okay, cool. Gotta have those numbers. I mean, you it's do. not a screen name without a number for some reason. It's true. It's it's funny what they can mean too, because sometimes it's the year you were born. Like a lot, yep. of, like I'm 1990, so a lot of people would do 90s. Uh-huh. Uh, sometimes it was just like like I did, like two numbers smushed together, or the year you did it, which was yep. 04. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm sure there's many others too. That's thank you for diving down the screen name rabbit hole with yes. me for a second. That's so yes. much fun. Um. Uh, so you guys, you would, would you ever play this solo or was this like, no, the, we're all playing it together. Uh, you and your two brothers sort of thing. And did your, not to ask you too many questions at once. Did your parents ever play this? Um, okay. So I definitely did play solo and I'm trying to think like what that looked like. Cause I, Cause me it's and memory is so weird. Cause it's like mm-hmm. me thinking of myself back then. It's like, I would never seek that out for myself. Like it would be like, I'm a very much a social person. So yeah. if somebody else was playing it, I would play with them. Um, but then I'm also remembering how competitive I was, especially with my brother. So it's entirely possible. I would play to get better. And I was actually really got really good at that game. Hell yeah. Um, my parents playing was more just a performance for us where it's like, try, see if you can do this. And you know, they'd, <laughs> drive into the ocean and that would be the end of their character. Um, (laughs) And that's the extent of them playing. I think my dad, I mean, he was the one that was into games. Like he Mm -hmm. used to do um, Railroad Tycoon was the game that he loved to play. Um, And he's also the person that always plays what's supposed to be the bad guy in a game. Oh, okay. Um, Which, (laughs) and it's, and because he, like his argument is just like, why do they have to be the bad guy? They can be whoever you want just because... Because it's like, oh, this character is clearly made to be the bad guy, which is why my brother always plays Bowser, um, uh-huh. who I, it's like, that's a bad guy. He kidnaps a princess. A million times. Yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. Um, and Peach sucks. But anyway, still, you shouldn't kidnap somebody. Um, so yeah, so they, my parents weren't super into games, but, or they didn't play it that much. But when they did, it was entertainment. That is entertaining. Uh, <laughs> and I, I know what it's like to like put in time away from a group to get better at something yes, and to try yes. to, you were just putting in the hours you were yeah. in the Mario Kart yeah. gym, just working on it. <laughs> That's great. Yes. And it, it I mean, it comes, I mean, that is all, I feel like a uh, validated or affirmed by the, just the way that you're discussing this game, like the nuances of when mm. to shoot items, the, the shortcuts, yeah. the, the ways that the carts moved. Um, mm-hmm. I remember, when I first played this game, not being, not even knowing that you could drift by mm. you know, using the jump button yeah, and then sliding. Yeah, was that something yeah. you got into as well? Yeah, it was. So what would be funny was that like my brothers would know, and I don't know how they found, like sometimes I'm just like, is there like a newsletter that goes out that I didn't know about? Cause they would like know these things. They'd know like, well, they were the ones that told me about the secret passageways and stuff. Yeah. And, Sometimes they would do do like they would do that move and be like, oh, how do you do that? And then they wouldn't tell you. And so Rude. you'd have to like, and this was before, you know, you could pull up your phone and Google these things. And so yeah. it would just be surreptitiously like watching them while you're still playing yeah. to see what they're doing. And also just like playing around with the buttons. You kind of learn, you yes. like accidentally do it and you're like, oh, wait, that worked. Let me try and figure that out again. Yeah. Can I repeat this? Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's. That's so cool. Um, I I remember um, 
I feel like I did the same thing was just looking at someone's controller. Um, (laughs) What may have happened was that there were newsletters and publications like that. Like Nintendo had its own magazine, Nintendo Power, which was a a monthly magazine, which was like I look back on it so fondly. Just getting a monthly magazine with a big Nintendo art on it. It was really cool. So (laughs) chances are that they either – that someone they had talked to had yep. read Nintendo Power and knew, yep. or uh, and then it becomes a word of mouth thing, especially it really like, does. When yeah. we were growing up, like that was how information spread. We actually discussed this similar idea uh, that we for our Patreon um, at patreon.com slash super NPC radio. Uh, Jeremy Ooh. Schmidt and I do a, a <laughs> weekly show, and last week we discussed Mortal Kombat, and he Ooh. was talking about how. People didn't know how to do all these like combos for these attacks. Yeah. Uh, but like you would learn by like talking to a friend at school and be like, dude, I got Sonya to do a backflip. And everyone's like, no, you didn't sort of thing. So the it was always really fun as a kid to be like, what is real? Uh, what is what is someone bullshitting about? Because everyone, yep. you know, has a of uncle at Nintendo sort of thing. Yeah. Um, now I realize we've both we've brought up. Goldeneye and Mortal Kombat in this episode. So <laughs> Mortal cool. Kombat. Sorry. Is that the one where they heat? They're like finish him and his head's like yes. rolling around. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. I uh-huh. remember. Yep. P- plenty of great sound bites. And if you ever watch that movie from 1995, they are sure to have all of those classic quotes <laughs> in it. And sometimes it like fits and other times yeah. it's like, this is forced in here, <laughs> but it's fun. A really interesting movie. Uh, I, mm. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I feel like I had, um, more. Did you have anything else that you wanted to share about uh, about this game that you didn't get to discuss? Uh, anything you remember, or or any context about playing with them uh, that that you wanted to share? Well, so the first thing that came to my mind when you said that was I did never like to play three player, like a three player race, and oh, that's yes. solely because of what it looked like on the screen. Yeah. And I know it because <laughs> um, it's just it's uneven. And yeah. I just like when you have but like if it's two, you're split screen and it's fine. Yeah. Um, and the number of times I would like play and forget which one was mine and <laughs> think that I'm like, oh, I'm doing great. And then remember, wait, I changed my character and I'm now this one. Yes. Um, yeah. Too many times to count. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I, I know what you mean about the, the split screen as playing two player like you're saying there's one person's on top pretty wide yeah. view pretty, yes yes pretty enough to see especially on especially i don't know how big your tv was but if it's a small tv it's like we're really getting small here yeah um <laughs> and then if you did th- three players yeah then there it's four boxes but the fourth box is like a random camera yes. on a character yeah which i definitely got distracted by <laughs> um so it did feel better when there were four, which yeah, for whatever yeah. reason, I mostly played three player because I had one sort of, I bought a knockoff Nintendo 64 controller. doesn't work very well. Uh, <laughs> so mostly did a lot of three player there. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Well, interesting. Was there, was there, as we sort of, you know, we could move on to some of the fun stuff that I have uh, prepared for you at the end of the show. Um, did you want to maybe wrap up your feelings about this game or any anything that you felt like just putting a, putting a bow on? Oh, boy. Um, 
gosh, I don't even know where to put this bow. I guess like, (laughs) um, it's just, it's, I feel like Mario in general is just such a really cool thing to be able to say it's a part of my life. Like I don't, Mm -hmm. I'm not obsessive about it, but like when it's only fond memories that I have of it. And I mean, like I said, I especially loved also. Okay. So I think I, it's called, you said Koopa. Is that a character? Yes. I think it's called Koopa Beach. I think is what it was called. Yeah. That Um, sounds very familiar. But just to like have those little escapes with these Mm -hmm. cartoon characters and you just for, you know, that three and a half minutes, two and a half minutes, depending on faster going (laughs) of just being in that like headspace of like, I'm getting around this track. I'm doing this strategically. I know what I'm doing. It's just such a fun thing to have. It's fun escape and it's easy. It's not like super violent. It's not mean. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than throwing a shell at somebody, which isn't the nicest thing you can do, but it's all in good fun. (laughs) Um, So I love it. I I mean, they're great memories and I'm glad I got to recall them for this because they've been sitting there for a while now. Yeah, it's 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 really fun to unearth those those old memories we have. Uh, yeah. So I'm glad you feel that way, and and thank you so much. Uh, that is that's fantastic. But of course, yeah. I have uh, two uh, famous end of the show segments uh, that I'll walk you through. The first okay. of which is the fact me by your game segment, and this is just where I share facts. Uh, to my guest about Ooh. the game we're discussing. Okay. Um, I prepared facts for Super Mario Kart. However, oh gosh, I do know some stuff <laughs> about Mario Kart 64, and I've already been able to uh to look up some extra stuff. Okay. Um, oh, you're so, talented. You know, <laughs> so I there was like a five seconds there where I maybe wasn't paying the best attention because <laughs> I was just. Uh, I'd never know was just looking up well hey you know that's been doing it for a long time that's the sign uh, of a good host let me tell you thank you so much all right so um the first one i want to find which uh i'm like sort of scrolling through it now because i want to uh here here's here's a good one so these fact me by your game segments sometimes they're secrets sometimes it's development history other times it's just something you may have not known okay. um this one is some development history uh stuff that didn't end up making it in the game so Ooh. um there's a character in the mario series called kamek and kamek is this uh is this like uh robed wizard like Koopa that yeah. is uh, like kind of Bowser's one of Bowser's number one henchmen. They're okay. always like, sh- they have this wand that they like cast spells at Mario. You sh- actually it's starting in like super Mario world and on, right. but Kamek's not in this game. However, uh, Kamek was originally planned to be a playable character. So this okay. wizard turtle thing. Yeah. Um, because at the time, of course, was very, very popular on the heels of Super Mario World. Uh, and this character was going to take Donkey Kong's slot, uh, according okay. to this game. Um, okay. And yeah, but not included. So this is sort of just like a uh, peek yeah. behind the curtain for the development history. Um, let's see. I'm looking for one more. This is fun. I'm doing it on the fly. I feel. Wait, how, how do you spell Kamek? Is it like Hammock? It's. Uh, no, it's not. It's K A M E K. Okay. Okay. If you want to look up what that character is and what they look like, I am always just fascinated <laughs> at the the names they come up with. Yeah, I don't. Some of them are like, "Oh, I see where you got that," and others yeah. are like, "I don't." 
Yeah. Like Bullet Bill. Okay, we know he's a giant bullet and they just <laughs> named him Bill. That that checks out. First of mm. all, I'm impressed at how you know the names of all of these things. Like Bullet Bill, is that the the big bullet that would sometimes shoot and you have to like crouch down when you were Mario? Is that the Bullet Bill? Yes, exactly. And then you named the one where you fly off into the abyss yeah, and the star that picks you up. Yeah, like I... Yeah. Obviously, they're going to have names, but it never occurred to me that they had names and I did not know what they were. I'm impressed. Well, thank, well, thank you for calling that impressive because uh, <laughs> I don't know if everybody would feel that way. So, so I feel better about it. Thank you. Uh, I yeah, mean, I, if there's ever a Jeopardy question or who wants to be a millionaire question, those are the kinds of questions you would get and you would yes. walk off with a lot of money. You know what? That's how I'm going to choose to look at it moving forward. <laughs> thank you. Um, I found the one that I sort of knew, but okay. wanted to be sure I... Uh, shared a truthful version of it. So um, let's see where, here we are. Uh, So uh, this is sort of the headline, but Mario Party's voice clips were borrowed from the Japanese version of Mario Kart 64. So um, some, which, you know, famously that, that franchise started on the N64. Mm -hmm. Uh, So some characters like Peach and Toad had different voice clips in the Japanese version of the game. Um, And like, uh, if this this the way this article phrases this is if Luigi's exaggerated exclamations of bingo ha 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 fill you with laughter, which that wasn't a terrible Luigi impression, I don't think it's pretty um, good. Then he has they all have like different several of them have different uh, voices, including the most famous one, which is uh, Wario's, where he says, <laughs> "I'm just doing impressions for you." I realize <laughs> Wario says. Uh, Oh, I miss. So that's that's one of the famous lines Wario would say. Um, and then let's see, is there another one that I want to share here? I may have exhausted my list. Uh, let me. There's like some I weird. So I don't know if this yeah. is one of like related to this fact. Yes, but I do remember. And now I'm worried. Like, oh gosh, what if I'm remembering this incorrectly? Oh, I good. remember Mario being like, "It's a me, Mario," and yes. then. He would be like, I'm number one. Like if he won the race, mm-hmm. I just remember him saying that. Although now I'm wondering if that was Toad that said that. But somebody would be like, I'm number one. I think, I feel like a lot of the characters do say that <laughs> with like, the exception of, of Bowser and Donkey Kong. Because I think they just make like, Bowser just makes like a roaring noise and Donkey Kong just makes monkey noises. But I think even <laughs> Peach might be like, I won. At the, at the end of a race. That's um, a hell of a peach. It really is. Uh, all right. Here, he, I found the, the Wario sort of add-on to that fact. Okay. Uh, this is the last little one I'll share. Like I, like I said, that um, that comes from, uh, war, that quote comes from Wario in all the copies of, in the early copies of Mario Party. Um, but Wario's voice actor, who is a man named Thomas Spindler, who is German, mm. uh, he's the one who shouts. Uh, and he actually doesn't say, do, I missed. He's saying a German, the German phrase, which is so, I missed, uh, oh. which is very commonly interpreted as do, I missed. But it fits. It's really. It really does. Really strange and interesting, um, which I think is why the way he says it, people were always like, is Wario German? Is he supposed to be German, not Italian, like like Mario and Luigi? Um, very Wait, strange. But who yes. is Wario to Mario and Luigi? Is he related to them? He is. I don't think. I know he's not. I've never been said to be related to them. Okay. Okay. Wario 
was introduced in um in a Game Boy game called Super Mario Land 2 mm-hmm. where Mario's just going through this land and the main enemy is Wario who's okay. like he's originally starts out as this like really gross mustached big character guy mm-hmm. but then the Super Mario Land 3 they made Wario the main character and they never really explain <laughs> where he comes from. Okay. Um, and it gets even weirder with, do you know Waluigi, the purple guy? Yes, yes. So Waluigi was introduced in uh, Mario Tennis for the N- and Nintendo 64, which in that game they do singles tennis and you can do doubles tennis. Okay, they needed, okay. They, Nintendo wanted a partner for every character. Mm. Wario didn't have a partner. So they made up this character named Waluigi, and there are all sorts of theories as to who this guy is. Um, for example, he uh, his the L on his like Wario, his hat has a W on it, so okay. upside yeah. down M. Waluigi oh, has like a backwards L okay. on it instead of Luigi. Yeah, and in like better, more. Uh, I guess, how would I say this? More highly rendered images of Waluigi show that the L on his cap is not like embroidered. It's not like a stitching like everybody else's. His yeah. is a sticker that's been put on there. So <laughs> like people he speculate that he's some like f- fake guy pretending to be like whoever this character is. So Okay. Okay. They really sound strange. like they're bizarro versions. They totally are. The other one. The yeah. regular ones. They are so That's wacky. Um, interesting. Yeah. So uh, that was a little bit of a weird rabbit hole fact about yeah. your game, but that was fun. Yeah. Um, the final segment that I have for mm-hmm. you, which this actually still totally fits because it's Mario Kart, is the game <laughs> recommendations segment. Okay. Okay. This is, uh, Arisha, my one uh, forced tie-in to the movie, Call Me By Your Name. Um, <laughs> and the way I'm going to approach these uh, are as if... Uh, Mario Kart 64 is your army hammer. So from that movie. So basically it's this like passionate summer love you have and you're moving on from it. And Mm. it's like, who are you going to date next? Uh, Is it going to be someone exactly like army hammer? (laughs) Mario Kart 64, someone wildly (laughs) different or are you, is it a rebound? So that's how I approach these recommendations for you. Okay. Um, and they're mostly fun. You might not actually have access to them ever, <laughs> but they're fun to throw <laughs> out. So uh, the first one that I wanted to throw out, and I'm interested to hear if you played this game, is um, if you liked uh, Mario Kart 64, but you want way more stuff to do, uh, mm-hmm. and it, not only like multiplayer stuff, but like a single player mode, like yeah. a story uh, I'll recommend Diddy Kong Racing, which was also for the Nintendo 64. Diddy Kong? Yeah, like Diddy, like Donkey Kong's uh, okay. nephew. Um, this was a game released also on the N64. That uh-huh. it, it looks even better. Like you know how in Mario Kart 64 they sort of look like uh, 2D. Like the characters are 3D, but they sort of uh-huh. something looks off about them. Yes, yes. So they are these pre-rendered sprites that they've rendered at all these angles, but they're not actually 3D models. So you can tell Diddy Kong Racing features 3D models, but then so many more things to do. And you not only have carts, but you can you have a submarine at one point, oh. and you have like a little airplane. And sometimes you can like choose oh, wow. what you have. So then, okay, so. Are, do you mean that, 
like if I were playing with another person and mm -hmm. I picked a submarine and the other person picked an airplane, would we be racing in the same race? You could. So there's some courses that where like it okay. allows for airplane traversal, but then there's also advantages to like okay. being the sub that can take the water. I think there's water. <laughs> Pretty sure. Or there the cart. has to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if there's a sub. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's really, so that's, that's one I highly okay. recommend. Okay. Um, and then the second one is if you like your cart racing, but you want a little more crashy, crashy, uh, <laughs> I'll recommend a game called Burnout 2, which Ooh. I know this is actually a Rob Skirbo favorite. Oh, um, I love Rob. And He's an Arisha favorite. Hey, you know what? I think he's all of our favorites, uh, to be he honest. He really is. Um, this game is, uh, it's a racing game, but they also have elements where they encourage you to make the biggest wreck you can. So you're controlling like real cars, but you, you might be driving towards like a lane of cars that are driving and you try to basically do tricks with your cars to knock into other ones to make stuff explode. And it, so if you just were in like a destructive mood, this is the uh -huh, uh -huh. racer for you. Okay. Okay. Um, and then, uh, the final one, uh, for you, uh, I'm trying, I, I realizing I, I thought I had written down a third one and now I'm like, <laughs> what? Because I came up with one and then I was like, oh, I'll write that down. And now I'm like just coming up totally empty. Uh, oh, man. Connor, what have you possibly done? <laughs> um, you know what? Here's I'm just going to throw out a random one. Okay. You like computer. And, and I think I've recommended this on the show before. Um and this is going to be on the fly based on what you were discussing okay. earlier. You were a computer games kid a little bit. Uh -huh. um, I'll recommend a crazy game called Zumbinis or the logical Zoom journey beanies. of Zumbinis. Never heard of it. They are these little bean characters <laughs> that you, it's this law. It's this like kids logic game uh -huh. where you like basically design like 20 little bean guys to help you go through this journey yeah. And you meet crazy characters, you solve puzzles. It's very slow paced for the most part and incredibly charming. Um, so that's my final recommendation <laughs> for you. That'll be my out of left field last minute one. So uh, hope you get a chance to ever see any of those games someday. Yeah, um, yeah. But that brings us to the end of the recommendation okay. segment. And in fact, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, so uh, Arisha, uh, yeah. Thank you so much again for being here. This has been so much fun. Yeah. Um, is there anything you want to plug? What What's the name? Tell us the name of your show. Oh, if you yeah. have any social you want to plug and I'll put it in the show notes so that people can just click and find it. Okay, cool. Um, so the show that I host with my friend Brooke is called Even the Rich and it's on Wondery's platform and or any podcast platform. Um, and then my socials are just, are all Arisha Skid Dubs because Skidmore Williams is hell of a name. It absolutely is. Uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, uh, thank you again for doing this. This was really fun. Yeah. And uh, especially we're getting into, I mean, it's not 9.30 your time now, so pretty late. Yeah, yeah I guess it Do is. You... Well, I have a show at midnight, so oh, yeah. this is actually helping me stay awake. <laughs> okay, good. Well, you're so welcome. But yeah, thanks again for joining. This was really thanks, fun. Thanks, Connor. I had so much fun. Of course, and I'm glad to hear it. I will close this out with some wrecks, uh, or some wrecks of my own. Goodness, my brain isn't working <laughs> with some plugs of my own. Uh, the cover art for this show is done by at 
bookland.j on Instagram. Of course, I've talked about it on the show a couple times. We have a Patreon. Check us out at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Uh, we do a bunch of great stuff there. Uh, so if you like me and you like uh, my perspective on video games, check it out. And if you like the show, we do a monthly big deep dive episode called our co-op episodes. Uh, and it's just a blast. It's, it's part of our DJ Toad tier, so check it out. There's also previews, and they're available on YouTube as well. So if, you, if you're a listener and you love this show and you don't have $10 a month to put towards us, check it out on YouTube. It's all there. Uh, the show's produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You can listen to his show, Video Games, a comedy show. And I am on Twitter at Connor underscore McCabe, and sometimes I stream video games on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. That'll do it for this episode, and we will see you on the next one. Bye.